Welcome to another episode where I ask the questions and of course you guys give the answers. We're about to pop off on this episode. So let's get into Veronica Reveals. What is up, everyone? I hope that you had a wonderful week. I just want to put it out right here, right now, and say this episode is about to be a little juicy. It's going to be kind of all over the place as we expect every week because every poll has a different story, or it could just be completely random. If you're new here, definitely check out Veronica Reveals Pod on Instagram where you can take part in all of these polls and questions, and I share them right here on the podcast. So you guys already know the drill. The first question that I asked this week was if you guys watched the Grammys. And surprisingly, 100% of you said no. And I mean, I didn't watch the Grammys either, so I'm not, I don't know. I think I was just more so shocked because I feel like I'm always the one who's not watching the big events, the big shows, like things that everyone usually typically watches. I probably do not unless it's sports related. So I always will tune into the Super Bowl, championship games, things of that sort. However, I did miss both basketball championship games for men and women, and I'm very sad about it. But, you know, I'm working and I couldn't help it. But congrats to the ladies of South Carolina and to the men in Kansas. That was a tough pill to swallow, I'm not gonna lie. Would have much rather seen UNC win, but, you know, someone who had to retire from being a UNC fan, this is honestly why. You know, I feel like I can't watch a game without having a heart attack or some type of medical condition while watching them play. And it just hurt to see that loss. But honestly, a huge congrats to Coach Davis. It was his first year. And honestly, no one, I I really don't think anyone thought UNC would make it that far. So we'll see what he has for the future. But anyways, as I was saying, the Grammys, um, everyone said they didn't watch. And, you know... I don't know if we're just getting to the age where we're not really caring or what, but I, like I said, I was just shocked that a lot of you said you didn't watch. But, of course, we all saw the red carpet looks on Instagram. If you follow your favorite artists, etc., you saw what they wore. And so I asked who was best dressed or your favorite performer or both. I tried to mix it up, but since none of you watched the Grammys, no one mentioned a best performer. Uh, But we did get some best dressed and a lot of you agreed with the background of my post, which was Doja. And specifically, I quote one of them saying, Doja, LOL. Everything else was meh and giving hot mess. Doja really came through on this one. And honestly, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I really have been listening more to Doja And she's just slaying. She's killing. And I'm excited to see what she drops within the next year. And then someone else said Dante Bo. He's a Christian artist. Amazing. Um, I did see his outfit. It did look very nice, very handsome. 
And yeah, those, that was really it um, because no one watched. So moving on to the next question. And I'm just gonna frame it here and say this is this is where the tea is about to get a little a little hot, just a little hot. Um and so my question was, have you ever had a weird encounter on social media? A hundred percent of you, I don't know what it is. We're getting a hundred percent votes on these questions, but a hundred percent of you said yes. And then I said to give me the details. And so before I get into my story, I'm going to share now our second listener story that was shared with me about this question. So here is the story. This person said, I was friends with this guy since fifth grade at blank school, and even through high school, we had the same friend group and saw each other often and were friendly. Recently, his mom posted on Facebook that he no longer had a Facebook, but it was his birthday. I commented on the post and said, happy birthday. His mom almost immediately messaged me saying how she missed me and hoped I was doing well. There was small talk, and it ended with, blank doesn't have a Facebook, but would love to get in touch with you. I gave her my number to presumably give to her son since, quote, he wanted to reach out. And then the very next day, I got like five missed calls back to back to back from a random number. And then finally a text from the number. And it said, this is blank. My mom said you were trying to get in touch with me, and I responded honestly and said the above story that I commented for his birthday and that she said he was trying to get in touch with me. He never responded. (laughs) I felt honestly so weirded out about the whole situation because one, the weird debacle slash lie, and two, the constant call back to back and text gave me an uncomfortable feeling. All in all, I won't be messaging or commenting anything on any related parties again. (laughs) Yeah, no, that can be very awkward. Um, I mean, at least you didn't have to worry about carrying on the conversation. So that's nice. But yeah, I I understand why that was a, a a little weird. And that was the one response that I got there. It was a full story. Thank you for sharing. Um, As I mentioned in the last episode, but I will mention here if you're new, um, definitely send me any stories, any polls that you want me to ask, questions, etc. And I will be happy to share it here on the podcast. Anyways, so getting into kind of how this question came about. So again, just for reference, The question was, have you ever had a weird encounter on social media? So just this week, um, this is kind of a part two to my Memphis story involving, you know, talking to this guy who essentially, I keep saying essentially, he does have a girlfriend. I don't know why I keep saying that, but I guess because in my head, like he is acting completely single and this girl is the one that's trying to hold down the relationship. So anyways, through all of that, if you haven't heard it, I'm not going to tell the whole story. Go listen to the episode before this. But when I had posted the boomerang um, on my story and it had my friend in it 
and he stepped in and was in it as well. We were following each other. We were following each other on Instagram, so I tagged him. And you know, I my Instagram is public mainly because I already am in the public eye. I don't have anything to hide. So I get random views on my story all the time. And it's just like something that's normal. Like I don't really notice that someone random is watching my story unless it keeps happening. And in this case, it kept happening. So after posting that boomerang, there was a girl that was watching my story while I was in Memphis. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, she probably knows these twins and, you know, wants to um, see, you know, what they're doing, how things are going, whatever. You know, sometimes people do that. I personally don't like watching other people's stories that I don't know unless they have, like, so many followers that they wouldn't even notice or know who I am. Um, But anyways, I was like, okay, whatever. And I had seen that the girl twin followed this girl. So I was like, oh, like maybe they're just friends, whatever, cool. And I go on about my business and, you know, I finished my Memphis trip. I'm back home. A few days are going by and this girl is still watching my story and I just found it, you know, a little weird because I'm like, you know, I'm out of Memphis. I am no longer with the twins. So, you know, I don't really know the purpose of still watching my story, but like, hey, um, thanks for coming along on the journey, I guess. And so about a week into it, My friends that were with me in Memphis send me the guy twins story because one, as I mentioned in the last episode, I literally have not talked to him since I left Memphis. I don't really pay attention to anything that he's really posting or anything like that, especially on his story. Like I hardly watch people's stories to begin with. So they send me his story and it has this girl that has been watching my story for the past week on it and he identifies her as his girlfriend. So I'm like, oh my gosh, his girlfriend has been creeping on me this whole time. And I like kind of had a feeling but also didn't think it was because like I said, she didn't Like, he wasn't following her Instagram account. I don't know if that's a new one or what, and, like, he just wasn't following that one, but he follows another one. I don't know. But either way, because he wasn't following that page, I did not – I was like, well, maybe it just isn't the girlfriend. So, anyways, he identifies her, and I'm like, well, that's even more weird because, as I mentioned, I did not entertain this man at all have not talked to him since. So I don't really see like the point behind watching my story, especially because we live in two completely different states, not even neighboring states. So like I have no way of being able to see this man, even if I wanted to, like he's just too far unless, you know, you fly me out. But like either way, point is I'm not talking to this man. So, you know, it settles down. She stopped watching my story. I I'm continuing on with my life. And then out of nowhere, the other day or the day that I posted this poll, she watched my story again. And I'm like, sis, it's been two 
weeks, almost three weeks since that trip. Like, I don't, I really don't understand why you need to check in on my profile when one, I don't know you, two, I respect anyone that's in a relationship. So I'm not here to mess with that. Like, I'm like, I have no interest in getting involved in your situation. So it was just really, really weird. And it just made me think like all the weird encounters that I've had on social media. And it's crazy because this isn't the first one. Like, I swear, guys, like I am chill. Like I, I'm never thinking about other people, their drama. Like I am just in my own world doing my own thing. And, you know, a few months ago, I was talking to this guy and his ex <laughs> was looking at my story. And I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't even know it was his ex, but I'm like, oh, like, do you know this person? Because I saw that he was following her. He was like, oh my gosh, like, that's my ex. And I'm like, well, why is she looking at my story? <laughs> and um, apparently I got brought up in a conversation, but I'm just like, why are we bringing me up? You know, like, why am I put into these situations? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyways, this is the latest development. And... um. I don't think I mentioned this in the last episode, but they have a child together, so that takes this to a whole nother level. But again, not here to talk about his life, their life, whatever. I just am just shook that this girl is still checking in on me when I literally have not talked to her man since we met in Memphis. And it was in a group setting. We were never alone. So I just am so confused. <laughs> but I just want to say to any females out there, just don't do it. Like, it's not gonna change anything by watching someone's story. If you have to worry about your current boyfriend talking to other females, watching their story, whatever the case, some whatever bothers you, it's time to leave. Like, it is just time to leave. And I know it's easier said than done, and especially when you have a child involved, it can be a lot harder. But at the end of the day, you really have to think about your sanity, for one, your child and how, you know, they can have a good life. And it's not going to be good if you have a toxic relationship. Like, no matter what you do, if you're sticking with this person and it's not good, like, the child is going to catch on. Like, they're not going to be young forever. They're not dumb. And you just need to figure it out. But anyways, I digress. As I said in the last episode, like really do you. I am living my own life. It was nice to meet you, but like I I don't want any part of this situation that I feel like I'm being brought into by having her watch my stories. And people have asked, you know, why don't you block her, do this, that. And I'm just like, I don't really want to do that either because I don't know if that will cause even more drama or have her think that, oh, something did happen because I just, I just want to leave it. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. So that's that. But that is how this question came about because it, like, I think it's one of the craziest things that I have dealt with in a really long time. 
So I was just really shook because I promise you guys, I'm here living my life. I record my podcast and I keep it moving. Like that is it. I go to work, I watch sports and I go to sleep and I drink an occasional glass of wine. Like that's it. So I was just really shook and felt the need to ask this question. I was hoping I would get a few more stories, but it's all good. Um, you guys did confirm by saying that you that you also have had a weird encounter on social media. So all good. Okay. Um, so the next question uh, came after an experience that I had and it was not great, you know? Um, for starters, I hate bugs. I hate them so much. I don't want to deal with them. I'd rather not see them. And specifically, I hate spiders and roaches. I hate roaches more than I hate spiders. They're just so gross. They move so fast. They're just, ew. Uh, just thinking about them right now, I'm, uh, just, I hate it. Anyways, so randomly came home, well, not randomly, but I came home and I had just gotten off of work. You know, I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to make myself some dinner because I am starving. And then all of a sudden, I just noticed in my kitchen, there is a roach on the ground upside down on its back, thank God. Because if it was actually on its feet, it probably would have ran away. And who knows where it would be at this point. But that happened and I'm, I freaked out. I literally had to call my parents to like get me through it. I mentioned this on my Instagram story, but I had a FaceTime call I was supposed to be on and had to tell her, give me some time and I'll call. And it took me about 20 minutes to just get everything situated. It was so crazy, but we made it through. And essentially I just dropped one of my shoes on top of it. And oh God, it was so gross. It was very juicy and just so nasty. I hated it so much. And so I like ended up sweeping it into my dustpan and flushing it down the toilet because throwing it away is not enough. Like I need to know it's gone. Like we're, we're not about that. So once it was flushed and everything, I calmed down. I got myself together and I asked this poll question, which was, would you rather... Well, first I asked if you have experienced... Um, killing anything that you are just like disgusted by and one of you just agreed with my story about hating roaches and someone else said <laughs> that one time they were killing field mice in Colorado that explains a lot it's Colorado um and it led to her friend getting peanut butter in her eye <laughs> So honestly, I can't even say I don't know how that happened because I can just, I get it. Like when it comes to me killing anything, especially when it's big and just super crawly and ugh, just whatever it is, if it's gross to me and I don't want to kill it, especially if it's big, I, I freak out. I don't know. I try to get creative in many instances to try to kill it without actually having to like step on it or like 
whatever to where it makes a mess. So, you know, I hope that you actually got real rid of the field mice. Um, but yeah, no, mice are definitely something else that I'm like, ew, like just get out. Like, why are you here? I don't want to kill you because you're very big. So just get out. Just leave, please. But anyways, the actual poll that I asked was, would you rather have to kill a roach or a spider? And all of you agreed with me in saying that you'd much rather kill a spider. And actually, this one would also be an 100% vote but one of you messaged me saying you accidentally hit roach so it really is a hundred percent everyone would much rather kill a spider we really are on a roll with these 100% votes so but that's about to change because I then had my random questions of the week uh this I mean it wasn't too random I did end up buying the they're not the brand airhead strips but they look like them and I was like hmm question for you guys you know which one are you reaching for gummy worms or airhead strips and I really thought that a lot of you were gonna say gummy worms but this one ended up being 50 50 and I don't really so really I don't know if there's a tiebreaker here I will say that I myself did vote so if I took myself out, airhead strips would win. And I was shocked. I was really shocked at that. But then one of you messaged me and asked me to do another poll with the question of which one are you reaching for here? Is it going to be gummies or chocolate? And really, I didn't know what the answer, like, I didn't really know what the outcome was going to be here, but a lot of you stuck with the gummies. 69% said gummies all the way, and 31% of you said chocolate. So gummies is the is the way to go, apparently. Um, I did, too, also agree with the gummy answer. Um, as some of you know, Sour Patch Watermelons are my absolute favorite. It is what I go for. I really don't eat that much chocolate. And I think if I do tend to crave it, it's closer to around the time of my period. So other than that, I'm always going for the gummies. Okay, the next question on the list here is in regards to another incident that happened to me this week. I honestly describe this to everyone that I already told this story to as a literal angel sent from heaven. Like the way my day panned out was just so crazy. And I don't know, it's half the reason I really love my job because you just never know what's going to happen. But also in the moment, you can be very stressed and unsure if you're even going to have a story for the day because people you know, they bail on you. And this job really, as a journalist, requires you to depend on people, <laughs> which is very funny because I'm so independent. So I, I don't know why this is the field I chose. But um, before I get to the question, I'll explain the whole story as I said I would. So basically what happened was 
we have been covering at my station these wildfires that broke out and it you know affected over 3000 acres in this really mountainous area and some of you may be some of you may be familiar um of Pigeon Forge is a very touristy vacation area and basically it wasn't right in Pigeon Forge but just like on the outskirts of that area there are tons and tons and tons and tons of cabins that are you know vacation rentals and people rent them out and just go have a good time you know all that stuff and this wildfire it's still under investigation so I have no idea how it started if it was started by a human or if a power line fell we're getting different ideas but it was super windy the day all of this happened I'm talking like over 60 miles per hour type of wind. Like it was insane. And so this these fires break out. Firefighters are like trying to get everyone out. They evacuate. That's how crazy it got. And, you know, it damaged a lot of homes and just different structures and stuff. With many of them being destroyed. So... I had been covering stories literally on this fire for like five days straight. I'm going on day six. And I'm like, you know, my boss mentions that, you know, it'd be kind of cool to talk to someone who cleans cabins, how this impacts them. Because if you lose a cabin, that's hundreds of dollars that you're losing. So I was like, yeah, that is a good idea. I And ironically, I had talked with someone who had their own cabin cleaning business And so I'm like, this could work out. And so I reach out to her, no response. While I'm waiting for her response, I'm reaching out to other cabin cleaning business and I'm just having zero luck. So, uh, spoiler alert, this lady never gets back with me, the original one that I was trying to talk to. And then when she finally did, she said she didn't even want to do the interview anymore. No idea why, but you know, it happens. And I just have to keep pushing. So anyways, as this is all kind of developing, I am parked outside of, I think it's like a church, but also I thought it was like an old timey school. I don't know. Didn't pay too much attention. I just knew the parking lot was empty. So I'm literally just trying to figure out what am I going to do? Like, I don't have a story. I don't, I feel like it's late. Like, I don't know where to go and just like trying to figure it out. And so literally this truck just pulls up next to me and I'm like, oh great. Because a lot of the times when viewers try to come talk to you, it's never a productive conversation. Like they're just saying, oh, I see you on TV or just random stuff that really don't matter. And you're like, why did you feel the need to come tell me this? Or they might say, I have a story for you. And it's just some crazy drama that like you clearly cannot air on TV. There's not enough proof, etc. So I'm just like, oh boy, like I'm already spiraling here and this truck is just pulling up next to me. I'm like, whatever, like, you know, put on the reporter smile and just see what he wants so you can move on. And so I, you know, look up, I'm like, hi, how are you? He's like, good. 
And he was like, you know, you probably have had a long week. And I'm like, yeah, it's been very crazy. I'm telling him pretty much everything I just told you guys about my story falling through and just the wildness of the day. And he was like, well, I'm the president of this neighborhood over here. It, I can let you in and show you, you know, the damages. I can talk about it, whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, please, please, I would appreciate it. So he takes me into this neighborhood. And when I tell you no home inside this neighborhood is under the price of $3 million, $3 million, okay? Literally nothing under that price. These cabins are absolutely beautiful, like like actual vacation homes, like a piece of Disney World is put into these cabins. And literally, so this guy is, besides being the president, he's also a builder and he built a lot of those cabins in that neighborhood. And he showed me a picture of him getting someone from Disney to come and build a cave, a cave in this cabin so that the indoor pool is like, you know, in nature, essentially. You're like swimming in a cave. And I'm like, this is absolutely insane. Like, I cannot believe this exists. So anyways, I end up doing a story about how this one firefighter took a video in front of one of his cabins that he was building. And this cabin's not finished. It literally had a bunch of wood and lumber just in front of the cabin. And if you see the video, you would literally think there's no way this cabin is still standing. Like, it's done for based on the way the fire was moving, the video, all of it. You can't even see the cabin in the video. That's how crazy the smoke and the flames were. So he's like, this is where the video was taken. And this cabin, completely fine. All the lumber and wood in front of it, untouched by the flames. How? Literally God. I feel like it's just insane how little damage happened to this. Like really no damage at all. There was just some metal that was off to the side that got um, a little burnt, but like not the wood. None of the wood was touched. And like that's the most easy thing to catch fire, but it didn't. And of course, these are cabins. And this cabin was unfinished, so a lot of it is all wood and still nothing. And even the guy was like, you know, I had to evacuate and I expected to come back to nothing. And he saw that it was still there. So really just a crazy story. Um, And I got to tell that. But on top of that, while talking to him, um, you know, he's telling me, about the cabins and I'm like oh my gosh like these are literally like dream homes they're so pretty you know complimenting his work and he was like uh you know you'll get there one day and I'm like oh please manifest that for me I would love it I wouldn't necessarily love a cabin per se like I would you know want something a little more modern and a little more chic you know You guys who know me know my style, but they were so beautiful. And he was like, you know, you'll get there one day. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I'll call you to, to build it for me, you know, just kind of joking around. And he was like, I, you know, I wouldn't mind. He was like, 
you know, I actually built Will Smith's house and I was like, how do you just casually throw that into the conversation? Like, what? Excuse me? And I don't know if any of you have seen Will Smith's house. It's very unique, very culture-based. Like, it's not just your typical house. It's also just not a house. It's basically its own neighborhood. And I think the price is at around $42 million. He hosted the Obamas there for their campaign. Like, people paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be there. Like it, Like, that house is just, like insane. So he said that and he, you know, he said he didn't even realize that he was building Will Smith's house. And he came to find out that the reason the house was built where it is, is because it was on a horse farm and Jada really loved it and was, you know, just in love with the area. And so he said, you know what? We're going to live here for the rest of our lives. We're going to get married here. We're going to build a house here. And that's exactly what he did. She had no idea, apparently, that this house was being built. And when she showed up on her wedding day, because I I guess they already established to have their wedding on that horse farm. And so when they showed up, she saw this house. Well, not even house, this mansion. And they got married in front of like this barn that was a part of the farm, whatever. Um, I don't know all the details, but basically when he saw the pictures, he's like, oh my gosh, I just built that, like all of it. So that's how he found out that he built Will Smith's house. Um, Honestly, just put that at the top of your resume and I'm sure anyone would hire you. But the detailing of Will Smith's house is just insane. Obviously, he played, you know, a small role in it. But still, just to say that your hands helped build Will Smith's house is just insane. But he can really do it all on his own. Like, all the cabins I saw, obviously not the size of Will Smith's house. But they're like portions of it. And they're really, really pretty. And he's just so creative and loves what he does. And I love meeting people that are so passionate about what they do. Like it just makes me so excited. And it makes my heart happy to know when people are really doing what they love. And so it was just so cool to to meet him. But I decided my question for the day was going to be, what's your dream house look like? You know, where is it? Features, anything you wanted to describe about it? And so, you know, seeing those cabins, I'm like, for me personally, I could never spend $3 million on a cabin. Like, would I go and rent one for like a vacation, like a quick getaway? Sure. But I could not actually live in a cabin and know that I spent that much money because that's just not my dream house. You know what I mean? So I just thought it was interesting to say, or like to ask these questions to see what everyone's dream house would really be like. Because everyone has something they would actually pay for if they could afford it. So I just wanted to, you know, see what you guys thought, put some manifestations in the air, and hope that you guys get your dream house one day. So one of you said that your dream house would be in Texas. I just saw kind of a, not documentary, but a... a, I guess kind of a news story. Actually, yes, no, sorry. It is a news story. I saw a news story where this girl did a story about 
the housing market within Texas and specifically in Dallas. Like everything's going up. Businesses are moving to Texas because it's cheaper. You know, we've all seen the pictures on social media of a house in Texas costing 300000 and it's humongous, like a mansion, like it's normal. And so I think businesses caught on quick. They moved down there. I believe Apple is there now, um, and there's a few other big companies. But yeah, they're all moving to Texas, and it's honestly a great place for real estate if you are trying to get into real estate, you know, maybe try moving to Texas because it's a great place to do it. Um And honestly, like side note, like if I was not a journalist, I think I would be a realtor. Like I love homes. Like I love seeing the designs of things and I guess moving a lot. I was always so excited for where I was going to live because I'm like, it's new, it's fresh, like I can't wait. So I think that's something I would have gotten into. I wish I could like do it as a hustle on the side, but it really requires your full attention, just like my job now. So couldn't make it happen. But like, if you know of a way to do it, let me know because I would still consider it. (laughs) And another one of you said that you just want a place with land away from big cities and craziness and just a lot of space to run, play inside and outside. And just knowing this person, you know, we both grew up at that time, well, for me at that time, at a home with tons of acres and just, you know, the freedom to be young and kids and run around and just have fun outside. And so I can very much see why she wants to recreate that, especially because she has a cute little girl and to give her that opportunity Uh, to experience it as well. And another one of you said you would like to be in Virginia, near the beach, but not beachfront, stone, big windows, sunken living room, and a backyard. That is cute. Um, I'm not a Virginia girl. (laughs) Honestly, you're either going to catch me at the end of it all on the West Coast or somewhere on the east coast I don't know but I'm really 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 I have my eye on Arizona so we're gonna see I think I'm gonna go for my birthday to see if I really want to live out there but I'm just like so in love with it and I also really like Cali like Cali is my lifestyle like that state is for me so we'll see but It's just always so interesting to know like where people would actually want to go and that's so cute. And the last dream house that was shared with me is a plexiglass house at the beach with a solar panel roof and a swimming pool overlooking the ocean. That sounds like a dream and more of my speed. That's really... I can see it like a lot of light in just being able to open the windows and hear the ocean while you're sleeping naturally. Uh, a dream, a dream. Guys, we have made it to the final question of the episode. And this one was also more on the random side. I just happened to be driving back from my crazy adventure um, when it came to the cabins and I said I wanted to ask this at some point but the question was 
do you still go to the dollar store? And I really looked at it and I'm like, I loved the dollar store. I loved going there for snacks, for literally anything I could find that I know costs more in a bigger store. And I I just, I don't know. I just stopped going and I realized it. I'm like, I need to go to the dollar store. But I go like literally very occasionally for things where I'm like, I know they will have it and we'll go from there. But sometimes you get surprises in the dollar store. You're like, this is here for a dollar? Um, but yeah, I just like really have not been in a very long time. And I'm glad to see that you guys still go. 83% of you said yes. 70, 17% of you said no, you don't go to the dollar store anymore. And then I just asked, you know, what was or still is your favorite thing to purchase from the dollar store? And everyone said snack-related things like candy, chips. Someone said specifically bugles. So it was all food-related, really. But I get it, you know? I truly get it. Well, guys, that is it. And I cannot believe, I didn't announce this at the beginning, but this is episode 10. We are now in the double digits. There is no going back. And I'm really excited about it. I just want to say that I have loved watching how this has grown. Obviously, it's not growing, you know, majorly or anything, but just hearing from you all, seeing the episodes that you guys like and getting feedback from you all and things of that sort, it's truly amazing. And, you know, to help this even more, I would love, love, love if you guys would review it. I don't know if you can do it on Spotify, but definitely on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can write reviews. You can definitely rate on both. I don't know about other podcast outlets, but definitely on Spotify on Apple. But, you know, just share the love, spread it, whatever the case. And I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't want to say too much, but... Uh, I do want to do a contest soon just to give a, a cute little gift card away to you guys for your support. But I'm not going to explain how that's going to happen. All I'm going to say is you need to share, you need to continue listening. And yeah, I really was hoping I could do it for this episode, but the goal that I was hoping to reach did not happen. So definitely, I think we'll hit the goal while you're listening to this episode. So be on the lookout for that. And other than that, I will talk to you guys very soon and bring you another episode. All right, guys, until the next question.